Hello, welcome to episode one, uh, 201. I was, I was talking back Dave on the podcast tonight. Thanks for having me. Not much, not, not, no problem at all. So, Zags, uh, second place in the Atlanta, Atlanta, Michigan. Um, thoughts overall of what they did over there? Um, they overall well in the tournament um, dealt with uh, injuries in that yeah. first game and, and letting the game against Oregon go into overtime uh, just took down their legs as yeah. far as they were tired by that, that championship game. Yep. Let's start off with the game against uh, the injuries, the big one uh, of Watson is um... – so Mississippi thoughts on him long term. Uh, how far I think he'll, he'll be out for? He he rolled the ankle. Um, I think I heard someone say high ankle yeah. sprain. Those <clears throat> those can change because it's a lot of it's pain. Okay, so just how much he can handle. Mm-hmm. And what about Gilder and Wilder? You think they'll they'll be out long or just? That's the pain as well. And those are the injuries. They they both played, um, so it's just going to be a matter of uh, tolerating the pain for both of them. Uh, Woolridge is <coughs> is a past injury that flared oh, okay. up on him. Okay. Uh, Gilder tweaked the yeah. knee. He didn't play much at all in the last couple of games. Uh, Good, good that is because he might maybe just because his, his knee is bothering him. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes down the road though. But um, now on the court though, well, Corey goes off for Southern Mississippi, ties the career high 28 points, 78 from three. That's on his game. Game one. This is what we've been waiting for for Corey for since the first yeah. game of the season. Um, he found a stroke. After being uh, cold for the last five mm-hmm. years or so, but uh, he he played really well. He uh, went to the basket a couple of times. Um, he started off hot from three. Yeah, he he was everywhere. It was pretty awesome to see. I put on click there for the for game one there, and then um, off the bench though. Well, I I twenty one points, twelve re- six assists. Has Joseph Prasher. Um, play so far this season so far. Absolutely, he was uh, much needed with uh, Gilder and Woolridge getting injured. We definitely needed the minutes from them. I move on to Oregon. Um, so the Zags were up by seventeen on Oregon in the first half, um, and they. What would you attribute to them the collapse down the stretch there in the first half there? I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say it was a collapse. Oregon was missing a lot of shots that they yeah. make. And we just we got a little cold. Yeah, that's true. And the turnovers didn't no. help. No, uh, that was a. Uh, uh, I think it was Corey uh, turned Twice over the in ball. A row. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was bad. Yeah, and one of them led to a it fast did. break. It did. It did. That kind of swung yep. momentum. Um, but with that being said, though, how resilient. Um, is this team they battled with a seven man rotation and gutted out a one point victory over the Ducks? It was a super resilient effort. Um, I'm just a little peeved at their uh, 
their sloppy play there at the end. Uh, Only because uh, Woolridge, being a senior, should know time that's on the shot clock and know going because that's a wasted possession that gave them time to go down and tie it. And then the fact that they couldn't box out CJ Walker, this whole the whole second half was ridiculous. I think I I heard thirteen offensive rebounds that we Mm -hmm. gave up. That's too many. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that guy is pretty by mouth, though. Um, now, Philip was the star of the game, 20 points, 15 rebounds. But what do you think of his performance in that game? He he did really well. Um, he still struggles with a physical yeah. big man, um, which is going to be hard um, when we go play North Carolina right. and when we get in the yes. tournament. Um, with with that being said, though, it seems that Philip on the stretch was a tick or tick or two slow, wasn't going straight up or being hesitant. What would you agree with that? Um, it's, I think they were worried about uh, between Timmy and Petrosev, they were worried about the shot blocking abilities that mm. Oregon and Michigan had. They altered a lot of the shots, yeah. so you could the bunnies that they're missing, that they're worried about uh, things on the other side. And... and I just thought that Philip didn't go up strong to get dunked like he usually would, though. Like, you just like, oh, we like a minute to go up, so he missed the shots. So. He, he doesn't choose to dunk yeah, a lot. Which he probably should, but yeah. he lays it up and things like that rather than throwing yeah. it down. All right, now go into the last game. Um, now the Wolverines put one on the Zags in a title game. Uh, um, do you think the injuries and the combo of our starters have this was a factor? And to add the fact that Michigan could miss anything, it it was part yeah. of it. Uh, we gave up a lot of uh, uh, offensive rebounds to Oregon or to mm-hmm. Michigan again. Um, defensive rotations were sloppy. Uh, leaving guys wide open for three. Uh, Teske oh. was having his way. Yeah, low. that guy's good. Yeah. Uh, that tip-in that he had at the end of the first yeah. half where he jumped over Petrosev. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, pretty impressive. Um, all right, now it seems the only player who showed up that game was Tilly, 20 points. Thoughts on his game at least. Tilly shot really mm-hmm. well, um, but again, he he can't guard the big men either. The 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 Teskies yeah. of the the call yeah. well world. Uh, Teske at seven two, two hundred eighty <laughs> pounds. Yeah, yeah. That uh, that makes us Karnowski and what he brought to yep. the table. Yep, exactly. And um, on the broadcast. Um, you a fan of the ESPN split screen? I thought it was takes away from the broadcast. Some of it, it there, it wasn't a whole uh, whole game of the split right. screen, but it, it I don't mind seeing the broadcasters as they're viewing the game because to see their expressions as they're commentating is is kind of okay. nice to see. Um, now, 
do you think that the next season, next year, the NCA should work on the flop rule next year to to get a little better, or 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 give it away, or take it away altogether? I mean, there's no true way of determining the flop yeah. really for the most part, um, because when it's skillfully done, it does look like a foul. True. Yeah. Which the NBA has done fine. Yep. And, uh, you do it enough, you get suspended, but that's after review yep. of the video and all that. Yep. So, and I don't think college will ever okay. go that. Yeah, I, I, I think it's just a, it's a bad rule. I was just kind of, um, I don't know, but I don't, I don't find the technicals being called yep. for it because you're you're trying to dupe yep. the ref into making a call that shouldn't right. be called. Yeah, but they should probably just don't don't warn the first one because like it's already. But um, I don't know. But it's my my thoughts there. But um, in your opinion, worse, Bill Walton or Dick Vitale on a broadcast? Bill Walton. Bill Walton. It's, not, it's not even close. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Bill Walton's pretty bad, which is uh, just not. He's just a pack twelve. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's true. All right, I got a special from my friend Joe here. Um, so this first question here: Michigan basketball now seven and zero after um, beating a top another uh, top ten team. Um, has any team gone ever from unranked to top ten in the next week in, in your in your uh, memory? Not that I can recall, but I'm, I'm sure it has been done. But they have they have a strong case to be number one in the country. Um, they, they face Louisville Ooh, on Tuesday. Okay. Well, there we go. So, they, if they win that game, they have a very strong case to be number Absolutely, one. they do. They're a fun team to watch, though. Uh, yeah, Juan Howard's got them playing. Yeah, Excellent. he's a great coach. He's, he's a great yeah, coach. Surprised, I'm surprised he's a pretty good coach, but... I'm definitely not surprised after watching him as an assistant yeah. of the Heat. Um. LeBron really respected him. He has the respect of all his peers. Oh, okay. So it it wasn't hard to envision at all that he was going to turn that there team you around. Go. Um, now, what do you say to people that says Gonzaga is the most overrated team in college basketball this season? They just pay attention to our conference. They don't. They don't pay attention to who else yeah. we play. And the recruit, the recruits that we bring in, they just pay attention to the conference. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> um, do you think that Gonzaga and Oregon might should try to set up a regular um, series down the down the down the road there? I'm sure a home yeah. and home is in the conference, yeah. um, but it's. I don't know how much Oregon wants to play. Uh, high high yeah. seeds outside mm. of these uh, in these okay. tournaments because of being in the Pac-12. Right. Okay. Um, also, do you think the Oregon Gonzaga might have a chance to face it in the tournament? Mm, it's yeah, possible. Yeah. Um, it all, and it all depends on how Oregon does in the, the Pac-12 this yep. year. Uh, the Pac-12 does have a really good conference this year. It still does, yeah. Arizona uh, won, won tonight, barely. Against Wake Forest. Uh, I think Greenberg, Seth Greenberg, was saying that uh, 
Pac-12 has the chance to get seven. Seventeen. Seventeen. Wow, that's a lot for the Pac-12. Um, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um, all right. Let's see. Thanksgiving question from Joe. So, if turkeys call each other on Thanksgiving, what would it sound like? I don't know what. I don't know. Like, hey, let's run. Let's run. That's the question. I thought. I thought there was a. Joke oh no! It's it just a question. It's just a question. <laughs> yeah. 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 I- I have no idea what it would sound um, like. My guess is uh, let's run for the hills because we're going to be, be dinner here soon. <laughs> but uh, or I guess I am being well. Um, what do you think of the Nets fans starting a, a Kyrie's uh, better chant when Kem- well, Kemba was at the line? I mean, uh, Kyrie is yes. better. Yeah. Um, it's not too hard to imagine that right. he's better, but Kemba's a better fit for yeah. that team. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie, it'll be interesting to see how he is when KD comes back. Oh yeah, next season. it's gonna be interesting. Only because he's not gonna be the ball hunter. Yeah, they ball for as exactly. Much as he does. Um, if you could give one played NBA player a full, a fully health, healthy career, who would it be? I have okay. three. So, number one is oh, Grant yeah. Hill. Grant Hill was excellent. Yep. Um, people forget how amazing mm-hmm. he was. Um, number two, uh, I'm torn. Uh, I'm torn between yep. Penny and Tracy oh, Grady. okay. And then number three is Brandon. And then Roy, Roy. yeah, that the knee, the, the knee, um, bone injuries are tough for for him. Everybody forgets that Brandon Roy was a, a perennial all. Oh yeah, player. I remember that man. He was he was phenomenal with Portland until he just got too bad. His injuries got too worse. Detroited. Yeah, when when your knees go out, it's you're yeah. done. The one guy I chose for my answer on this was Greg Oden because he was really great in college, and then he just couldn't stay healthy. But if he was healthy, he would have just been an all NBA player, I think, in my mind, for a couple of seasons. But it was right around that time that the NBA started going away. That's true. That's also true. Yeah. Um, Here we go. What if I told you a player with thirty six thousand points? 14,000 rebounds, 5,000 assists, 14 all-NBA teams, and two MVPs. What was a top 10 NBA player of all time? I, I can see that, that they're not a top 10. And if you were to guess, what player do you think that, that, that would be, that player? Carl. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep, that, that's the guy, yeah. I was I was floored to see that. Like, that's pretty – those stats are pretty good, though. Pretty good stats, though. Yeah, you you must have been listening to the Bill Simmons um, basketball. I wasn't, but so, someone sent me a <laughs> message about it because I'm a jazz fan. Apparently, you know, I'm a jazz fan and all that. So they sent me that. Um, but yeah, but uh, yeah, he's he's definitely not a top ten player, and a lot of that stems from not being an NBA champion. True. But there's so many players that may not have the numbers that he did because. 
that's really what he was, like Carmelo. Yeah. Carmelo is yep. numbers guy. Yep. But it doesn't make him a top ten player in the just because he can put up exactly. numbers. Um what do you think of Bertans from the Wizards coming off the bench this season? I I mean it's fine. He was a great spur and uh the Spurs normally had him coming off yeah. the bench, so um he's he he can put it out from mm-hmm. the outside. He's a great shooter. Absolutely. But you you can only start so many True. good men. Um, Ruiz been playing well, yeah. Thomas Bryant yeah. starting right now. There you so. go. Um, do you think that Morris from the Knicks will continue his dominance behind the line this season? I mean, there's there's always going to be room for for uh, three point shooters right. like that. Um as far as it continuing as soon as defenses uh get a lot of film on him they'll be able to to change up how they defend him things like mm-hmm. that but i can see him being uh like a steve novak type of player yeah um follow up on that mike do you think that rg has been playing um above his um great grades this year so he was gonna be a good player coming in i mean RJ Barrett's playing like he was drafted. Right. Um, that's that's what he was supposed to do. He the number one on a bad yeah. team. Guys were saying like he wouldn't be that good this year. I wasn't really sure about that, but he's been playing playing uh, pr- pretty well. Pr- pretty well, though, I think. For the I mean, yeah, he's he's gonna he's gonna do this, and he's only gonna get yeah. better. Yeah. Um, it all starts with his shot. Yeah. Um, if he develops a consistent mm-hmm. jumper, the sky's the limit because he he's great at distributing yep. the ball. He's a ball handler. He's he's quick. He's got size. Absolutely. Um, do you think that Toronto has a chance to make a deep run, run again in the playoffs this season? Uh, they are definitely a top three team in the mm-hmm. in the East. As far as a deep run, it all depends on. Uh, what middle of the season changes that they make because they still need uh, some help um, outside of Van Vliet and Siakam. They don't really have a, a scorer who can go get his own basket, things like right. that. Because my, my guess is Lowry's going to be traded before that. Before the oh, you think line. so? Yeah. Uh, there's, there's, there's just too much that Toronto has that they need yeah. to be able to keep because without uh, without Kawhi they don't have that elite right. elite score that can go get us past yep. it. I agree with that. Um, a couple of that I have before you go. Um, does the NBA version of, of Romo exist or even been allowed to step into a, a, a foot in the commentary box yet? I mean, I already mentioned who could be considered the NBA version mm-hmm. of Romo, and that's Carmelo. Carmelo Anthony, huh? Carmelo puts up numbers, but doesn't have the playoff victories. <laughs> I mean, that was Romo. Romo was yeah. all numbers. Right. Um, I think he was referring to, um, like, commentating-wise. 
of of Romo. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't commentate anymore, but uh, uh, Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr, yeah. Yeah, Steve Kerr was an excellent commentator. He was. He was fantastic. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Um, Let's see. Um, Also, um, what was your your favorite? Okay. I'm sorry. What was that? The the feed is breaking up. What was that? I still can't hear. You. I was um I was just saying favorite NBA so player. Hear you. What was the question? Oh, favorite NBA player this year. So favorite far. NBA player this year is Luca. Uh, oh, I mean, sorry, oh, play. play. Yeah, but I Luca's mean, good too. Yeah, uh, one of my favorite plays was uh, uh, AD throwing the deep pass to LeBron and LeBron yeah. laying it up. But uh, another good one was uh, Luca today uh, putting up a step, over back, over step back three over LeBron to punk over LeBron punk victory today. That's fantastic stuff there. Um, last thing I have for you before going to the last rookie of the year so far this season. The rookie of the year. Um, rookie of the year that I got yeah. is uh, yeah. John Morant. Yep, I, I agree with that one. But he's uh don't, playing well. Don't sleep on Kendrick Nunn. On who? Kendrick Nunn. I have no idea who that is. Actually, I'm not sure. <laughs> who who's he play for? I don't know. Who he that he plays for the Miami Heat. Miami Heat. Okay. All right. Check him out then, because I've never heard of him before. Um. As uh, it's in his time. But uh, he comes off the bench, averages over 20. Okay. Off the bench? Yeah, 20 off the bench. Very nice. All right. I'll take a look at him. All right. Now, Thanksgiving was this week. Um, so a couple things for Thanksgiving-wise. Uh, first of all, um, what was your what's your ideal Thanksgiving feast look like? Um, turkey. Sweet potato mm-hmm. casserole. <laughs> mashed potatoes. Rolls and cheesecake. Ooh, cheesecake. Okay. Yeah, for me, it's uh, turkey. I don't care if it's wider, if it's dark meat, I'll take either of those. Uh, mashed potatoes, um, rolls, um, green bean casserole is pretty good. Um, that's about it. And then uh, for Thanksgiving, then dessert-wise, it's pumpkin pie all day for me. See, I just um, don't like pie crust. You don't like pie crust? Nope. Mm, okay. Um, now, cake-wise, is it just like is it just like a regular? Is it, is it like strawberry or what? What do you have for cheesecake? I mean, or just can't regular. Go wrong with cheesecake. No, you can't. I've had I've had it. I've had I ate one cheesecake all in one sitting, just the cheesecake by itself. Nothing else. Nothing else. <laughs> way back in the day. Way back in the day. Yeah, you definitely can't go wrong with cheesecake. Exactly. All right. And also, 
Um, do you have any Thanksgiving traditions at all that you that you have every year? No. Nope. No. I just watch football. That's pretty much all my traditions well, I, mean, I have. I, but... I watched more basketball than I watched football this year, but yeah, yeah. Um, watching sports, I guess you can call that a, a yeah. tradition. There you go. I was downstairs watching at my aunt's house. My phone, uh, watching the Zags Oregon game, and I had football game on the TV. On the TV, and my aunt comes downstairs. Why are you cheering? Gonzaga is winning, or blah blah blah. Oh, football game's on. So yeah, that, that, that's in the background. But <laughs> watching the Zags here, watching the Zags here. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So final thoughts. Um, going into Texas Southern on Wednesday before we go into the tough stretch against Arizona and Washington. Hopefully, we can use. Uh, Arlaskis, Zakharov, use yeah. them more. Um, get some guys some rest. Because um, we shouldn't do too, or we shouldn't need too much from uh, the team against Texas yeah. Southern. Exactly. But yeah. uh, making sure everyone's rested for the stretch against the Huskies and going up against North Carolina. And Arizona, Arizona. too. Yep. Yep. Eastern now. <laughs> I was just making a joke there. Eastern Washington. <laughs> Eastern Washington. <laughs> First time we played them in like many years now. It's been a right for the the eggs. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast. We'll talk to you next next week. Absolutely. Then. Thanks for having All me. Right. Yep. See ya. Later. Later.